Chase the Crate. So as we've arrived in uh, Greece and we're in the cab, tell us about the, uh, actually here is the sound, Emily. Me ripping up the boarding pass <laughs> of the worst flight I've ever been on in our nine year history. I'm trying to think if that's true though. Is it the worst? It was yep. really bad. Yep. Tell us what happened. Okay. We boarded uh, the flight, which was supposed to be leave at four o'clock and it boarded on time. But uh, immediately after everyone getting seated, they announced over the loudspeaker that we wouldn't be departing for another hour. You didn't even hear it. You went, sorry, sorry. Uh, the energy was of re- we need a refund type reaction. It's that, so that's why I was delivering. It was grave news. I mean, people are now frantically trying to get to hotels for their show. I can't believe it when you told me that, though. That's... And, but we I, were sat with around seven babies in the two rows around us. That's not an exaggeration. There, I think there were seven babies. Like, and not just around us. The row in front of us, the row behind us, and the row next to us. That is... I'm only remembering the little legend that I could see, but there were screaming babies. And I had the iPhone, Apple headphones that don't drown out any sounds. But they were apologising. There was a there was a seemingly very posh, high-maintenance couple in front of us who were like, where are we going to sit? Where are we going to sit? Like, not re- irre- respect in order to all sit together but irrespective of where anyone else was but um yeah you wrote a shopping list of things that went wrong in this flight and you said it was like a larry david sketch and it was because we also were the last road to get refreshments so we didn't apart from water we which we already had we weren't allowed any kind of drink or, or food or anything for three hours after boarding it which is unacceptable i'm sure and it didn't move for 90 minutes no I think there's there must be some standard somewhere about how you need to if you're going to keep people boxed in a you know on a, a small space like that that you have to provide them with food or air or yeah or didn't even move for an hour and a half so EasyJet flight from Gatwick to Crete yeah uh, no food we luckily um, had a scotch egg and, t- and a couple of chicken tenders in, in, in Gatwick <laughs> luckily though we've lived, filled our stomachs with something now we've arrived here in Crete Greece but then it also meant that we actually ordered food and drink on an easy jet which we have never done before there's only 12 notes I was thinking they got it wrong but we are going to claim a refund we've made notes it was unacceptable for them to use us as the last row out of about 100 I think, I think he's turning the music up on us now oh okay Okay, so this segment's over. The music's been turned up. Bye. How many times did I try on that hat? Well, I would say you tried on this series 
you tried on a new hat about every half second and there was about 36 of them I think I've got a rash on my head yeah I've never seen anything like it it was like it was like you were on a motored engine or something got to get it right so the setting is here we are where are we Emily we are on at the old Venetian port in Crete in Chania yeah (laughs) coming up we have tango dancing with a woman called Hibba in Camden and then we have Asian fusion with Hannah from the school of Wok but here we are in Chania but it's called Zania Zania like Xanax and we went shopping for silk now we've got a couple of big beers what's this beer called? And it begins with B, it's a draft beer. They just ask us if we want to have our calamari frozen or fresh. Tell me about the Greek al- alphabet then. Alpha, beta, gamma. Do you want to do it? You want to hear the song? Yeah. Alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta, eta, theta, iota, kappa, lambda, mu, nu, psi, omicron, pi, rho, sigma, tau, epsilon, phi, chi, psi, omega. How do you know that? How do you know the Greek alphabet? Is that from living in Astoria to Queens? I was in a sorority. Sorority? Is that what happens? You have to... Learn an alphabet, Greek alphabet. Yeah, well, it's a Greek... Sororities and fraternities are Greek organisations. Oh, really? It's a cult. (laughs) I'm sure some people would think about it like that, yeah. Now, this isn't like, you know, sausage sampling in Vienna. We're not traipsing around, we're strolling. When you, when you see the sea air, breathe in the salt water air, when you see the boats, when you hear the accordion music, yeah, you hear the baby screaming and stuff like that, but you are free from the tunnels, the tubes, the soot, the pine allergy-ridden dirt of London, the stress people walking through you, you stroll around them, you're wearing shorts, you're wearing sandals, you're trying on hats, you're breathing air, You walk out onto a balcony, people are having lunch, people are eating fresh fish, having a beer, looking in each other's faces and smiling, breathing, appreciating the natural curve of the Earth's coastlines of the Mediterranean. They're living. Oh, yeah! So you don't just come to get a suntan the way you're brought up to do it. You come to clear your mind and reevaluate what life is about. What do you think? Well, you're certainly not trying on hats when you're stressed out, are you? Although, the way the way you were just trying on hats was like you were still in Holborn. Yeah. Why was that? Well, I just don't want to get it wrong, but they were only nine euros. But, you know, the sailor hat was good, wasn't it? But it said Crete on it. But I'm, obviously, I'm into Dexy's Midnight Runners again, so I want a hat that can give me that look. I still think you should go back and get it. I got it for well, you, you yeah, but the Libertines did that in the early noughts, and I don't like the Libertines. I think they're rubbish. Over it for you. Saying what? My beer's going a bit stale, so I'm just, yeah. But we are podcasting. What a middle class problem. Yeah, well, I could just like patch over Crete with Steve. I wouldn't even have to change all the letters. A hat with my own name on it, as if I'm not self indulgent enough doing a podcast. Yeah, that's amazing. Stev, Captain Stev. Oh, yeah! Oh yeah, and you said you like the Greek flag. What do you think of the Greek flag? Tell me about it. 
Yeah. Well, you and I both really like blue, don't we? Yeah, it's an ocean it's, it's nautical. It's the blue and the white. And it just, in this setting, we're like... Got this I think it's a chilled out flag. Yeah. It's not defiant or imperialist no. like the UK or US Very ones. back. And against all the kind of yellow and limestone homes and the turquoise water, it's just... Yeah. I mean, life is to be enjoyed, isn't it, really? And that's all we're trying to do, ever, really. It's a pursuit of pleasure. I'm not looking for deposits. And the Springsteen did a song called The Ties That Bind. I'm not looking for the ties that bind in life. I'm looking for the sun on my head and happy thoughts in my mind. I'm not looking for mortgages, deposits, screaming babies, cars, commitments. I'm sorry the world out there I'm not looking for that what are you looking for Emily it's more or less right yeah (laughs) all I need is salt water and uh, you know some occasional sun vitamin D and you oh you do need me yeah (laughs) probably need you as well you bastard right so um, what song are we going to play now we've referenced the Libertines Dexy's Midnight Runners this is George Michael Greek he is. I always say he's from Pinner. My line is, you know, Elton John and George Michael are from uh, Pinner, Bushy, Harrow. And uh, I'm the first heterosexual musician from that area, complicated with spectacles. But it's not true because I think George Michael's from Bushy and Bushy's not really near North Harrow where I'm from. But here is George Michael. Which song do you want to play then by the complicated deceased singer from my area? I mean, is it about the toilet one? Let's go outside in the moonshine. That's the gay one, isn't it? I mean, it's kind of, it's nothing wrong with being gay, but it's, it's toilet gay, isn't it? It's cottaging gay. For all you cottagers out there, I got really looked at the other day, and uh, I don't know what toilet it was in. Baker Street's always been a famous cottaging toilet. I was somewhere. Was I in Liverpool Street? It might have been in a pub, but men were waiting. They weren't pissing. They were just there and they were looking. You haven't experienced this. This is only a thing only men go through. Yeah, we we don't line up. They're looking for you to look at them and go in the toilet. It's not romantic. Is it bad to say faith? Faith always makes me happy. It's one of those songs. It's like whenever it comes on... Yeah, I mean, it is a good song, isn't it? All you people out there having problems, you got to have faith. So here we go. Famous kind of Bo Diddley. Dunk, 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 dunk. George Michael with faith. See you in a bit.
What's just happened? Nostravia. So he looked pissed, he looked pissed off. So tell me, yeah, he looked pissed off. He looked pissed off and I thought, I don't know. You just got the bill and you looked pissed off, yeah? Yeah, and I thought... A lovely meal where we spoke really... We do talk still, don't we? It's amazing. We have better chats when we're on holiday, to be honest, than we do. Oh, shit. Shine the light on something else that doesn't work. Well, no, it's just less about the, like, day-to-day yeah. slog, isn't it? Is this grandpa? Yeah. Is it? All right, so he looked pissed off as if we hadn't paid enough. And um, yeah, that's what it seemed like. Like he something was missing from the bill or something, and he like ran back inside. Steve went to the bathroom. He's a bit of a dick, hasn't and he? He's been a bit of a dick. And dropped off this plate of two squares that look like tofu, but they're custard covered in chocolate. And with, you hate custard. <laughs> with a tiny ice cold bottle, which is beautiful, of yeah, grappa. With I mean that is pretty. With two little shot glasses. And I yeah, you should nick that bottle. I haven't had grape in a long time. No. It is nice. What is so, so it's distilled, yeah, made from grapes. So it's like Ciroc vodka. Uh, well, um, Ciroc think, vodka's made from grapes. More, yeah, I think more like a more like a whiskey made from grapes. Go try it. Come on. All right, cheers. When in- Live on a podcast here. It looks like we're getting pissed in this afternoon uh, instead of, uh, yeah. See, it's a little bit more like a whiskey. It's got like a... Um, uh, yeah, a bit floor cleaner aftertaste. Well, it's like a flavorful burn. It's quite nice. It's often, it's good for after meals. It's a digestive. Post-meal, pre-heart attack. <laughs> we'll do one more shot, go with it. Yep. And we'll be dead. <laughs> the day is young, the sun is shining. Wait for her to come over here. It's only five years. So we're currently looking at a load of dick bottle openers, penis-shaped bottle openers. Let me put this in this. Is it bad that we instantly decide it's for sale? <laughs> Yeah, okay. so which one do you think is the best? Uh, you think the black one that's like mid size, that's black, quite no, small. That's not mid, that's tiny. Oh no, that is tiny, babe. That is <laughs> looks like a little rat. There's no black dick that looks like that. It's busy, it's busy, the dick. The dick bottle like this. <laughs> the dick section is busy. Do we have more inside like this? What is the best-selling bottle opener? What type the, of the dick bottle opener? They buy everything. They buy them all. It's the number one here. It's the number one. That's seller. the number one seller. Yes. Do they get the biggest one or do they get the smaller ones? Both of them. Both of them. Which one do you like? No, I don't. <laughs> well, the biggest. The biggest. Yeah. Where are you from? She knows. Eh? England, and USA. Yeah. Well, they like big the dicks everywhere. States. Hey. Love but it's whether you can pack it. Let, your, let, let me show you. Let me show you, my dear. Which one do you think you like? Do you think you like? It's whether you can pack it in your luggage and in. 
Wow. I think he's gonna he like that take one the most. He's gonna think that's hilarious. You're packing what that though. What is moment? That's Her my name's name. moment. Moment, it's a moment. Yes, like moment. Yeah. Sexy time. name. Yeah, it's a sexy name. Oh, hell yeah, isn't it? I think so. What's your better than Smith? Irene. Oh, you don't like Irene. That's a very Irish What's name. What's your it's surname, a, though? It's a Russian Irina. What's the last name, though? Because her Irina. first name's Emily, which is a very normal name. Emily, it's a Greek name, Emilia. Emilia. Emily Moments. Emily Moments. Yeah, so what's your name? Irina. Yeah. Well, that's ah, good. This is your surname. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, my name Irene. Why are dildos. Like Irina Shaik. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Yeah, we've exposed something there. Is that an ashtray? That's good. That's I think I can pack this. Is it worth the laugh? The question is, is it worth the Why laugh? Why are dildos and bottle openers always <laughs> it's <so> circumcised? <laughs> it's the American way. Do you wish you were circumcised? Nah. I mean, it's less sensitive. Not now. It's less sensitive. The yeah, skin but doesn't, keeps it say, it doesn't it keep it like cleaner and stuff? Unless you, well, if you don't clean your dick. I mean, you wouldn't That's know, a limited you? audience. I don't know. Why don't you text him and ask him? I mean, this is quite interesting. What am I supposed to ask him? Do you want a big dick it's or a It's a Japanese dick? dick. No, the green one's a bit like, um... That's, imagine if, if Can you, you fit that in your luggage? Imagine if you came into his kitchen and you were like, oh yeah, I just bought this bottle at Sainsbury's around the corner and then he just went like that <laughs> and just opened it. It's very thick. <laughs> that would injure. You wouldn't be able to sort that out. How do you know? No, you wouldn't. I know you wouldn't. How do you know? You'd be fucking limping. Okay, what? Do you want one of like the green or blue ones? I think they're a bit. There's nothing to say it's from Greece either. Well, there, some of them have Greece. I think the tiny black one's quite funny. <laughs> that is so small. Yeah. Because that'll you fit in the luggage that. as well. And it's a price difference. No, that's not so even that's tiny, six euros right? and that's five. Look at the keychains. Who holds that on their keychain? I think that's alright. That black one. Small black? Yeah, hard black. <laughs> Tough and small, like Joe Pesci. Everything that guy just says bullshit. Alright, well yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it's like twins. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger and My name is Julius and I'm your twin brother. I have is that honest, 15 I euros? Think... That's 15 and that's only five, so that's what it comes down to. That's why Trump's the president. I guarantee you there's no problem. I guarantee. You. Think Trump's got a knob like that? Absolutely not. New York City. Ooh, you're looking for a gift? Yes. It's a nice gift, trust me. Yeah, are you sure? <laughs> that no, wasn't very the believable. Little, the little black one. <laughs> I mean, Five euros. I don't know about the black one. We're gonna spend... I would maybe do the wooden one. He's more into like right. wood right. and yeah, yeah, yeah. wooden leather. I like how I'm like rationalizing. See how people love USA? Even though you retards are all shooting are each other. Are you sure about this? Doesn't the joke come home a little bit more with them? Um... Yeah, I like that one. That's more woody. That one's six. None of them have any balls. Shows that women aren't into balls. Do we need a photograph of this to actually show people what this looks like? While I'm podcasting. Now don't put it to your mouth. Mm, Jesus. All right. All right. All right, I'll do. All right, all right. So we've decided. Remember the 90s? Nothing is right. Uh, this is a uh, too fast. Gonna do that one. We've already got a bag of hats. I've got a thing in my hand. You love USA? Of course, I love. The, I like the American accent. Maybe I should put on American accent too. Um, on, maybe a southern one. All the stars they have. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.
Wow, she's fucking loving you. She's fucking loving you. She's like, it's like I was pissed. I like the American accent, and that's it. She's like, you can suck it. Yeah, you can suck it, and it's like, bye, my love. You take care. What can I say? She had a beard anyway. Yeah. First white wine spritzer I think I've ever had in my life, Emily. How is it? Is it refreshing? How is this wine? You can say honestly for the podcast. How is Greek wine? And when you ask someone... Thanks so much. When you ask someone if they have wine and they say, yes, we have red, we have white, <laughs> and we have rosé, and then I look like... Well, I hope I'm not going to be wrong in saying this, but I do remember this in Astoria, is that they export... Very Rich little. Ridge crisps, throwback to the. Are they paprika? Side. I think they're like a bacon flavor. Oh really? Please? Sorry, it's not just going to be from about crisps from now on. But yeah, tell me more. Yeah, uh, sorry. Yeah. I think they export very little wine, um, so that's why you don't. You'll, you're not going to see a Greek wine on a menu in certainly not in America. Yeah. It smells like. Um, Oh, I'm going to get very dickish here. Oh, Emily the dick? It smells very much like a Riesling, yeah. like a like an Alsatian Riesling. It's got like a lot of... Kind an of Alsatian what? <laughs> Sounds like dog piss. No. Like as in a wine from Alsace. Okay. So it's got like peach on the... Did you smell on it? the arse of the dog. Can you, can you smell it? You should be able to. Smell yeah, it is peachy. Yeah? I'm not interested in peach drinks. But it's not sweet at all. So um, it's... Uh, it's fine. It's palatable. So I don't know if it's a good starter wine. You don't drink white wine, so I don't know if it's a good starter wine for you because of the fruitiness of the... It's just peachy, winey-flavoured soda is what I'm having. The second one, the first one was flatter than a... Um, you were going to say nuns anyway. A nuns tits, but nuns could have big chests. Maybe just, you know, a transsexual nun. Um, it's the end of the day, two hours ahead in Greece. Greece is a lovely country. We've got a lovely view. It just goes to show that we should be having our own place you know i think we know a lot about the hospitality yeah, we're not just tossers we're you know yeah we do know a lot about service and i'm a sales guy now so i know how to communicate right quite hard to impress but if you're paying you are you know you need it's not that hard though it's not that hard to look someone in the eye and smile as soon as they walk into your establishment like it's not that hard to understand that if they're there what they're there for and like Stephen Emily's sales dungeon coming soon, the year 2025. When we've got a bit of money, maybe. I can't wait. New York City and London. Or maybe something like Bristol and Philadelphia. Steve's, Steve and Emily's sales dungeon. You want me to do my episode when I go to Champagne? Yeah, Emily's going to Champagne this summer. Yeah. Oh, are you into that, yeah? Bev with Emily. That's the dream you had. You had a dream that it was a Bev with Emily. I did, yeah. <laughs> But was I saying a moment with Emily? No, oh, that's terrible. Bev with my Bev for a moment, Bev. I've seen a bit of meaningless segment about service industries. Thanks a lot. Welcome to day two. Here we are in Greece. What's going on, Emily? What have you learned about Greek people so far? I don't know. Have you learned anything about Greek people in particular? They're all right. Beautiful surroundings. And if you're worrying in these surroundings, you worry at all times. So you have to watch yourself. If, you're f- if you have some problem in your mind when you're in the sun surrounded by people with not a lot of clothes on and that, you know, with people, you know, cheaper food and nobody's working, you really got to have a word with yourself. Do you know any Greek words, Emily? Oh, gosh, I learned thank you yesterday, didn't I? It's, it's hard it, to remember. It's, they're, they're all such long words. It's not been in our schooling whatsoever. 
And there isn't olives and cheese everywhere, is there? Not in what we've had. It's more Slovakia or whatever it is, those kebabby things, grilled meat. They give you free dessert of every meal here. Yeah. Yeah, at least this time he asked us if we wanted the ice cream. Lots of ice cream been eating, been drinking a lot before I left London, stress drinking, so I'm trying to keep that to a minimum. Here on the mean streets of Crete, people on motorbikes, you know, just going to their destination. As you can tell throughout this podcast, we're getting more and more relaxed, are we, Emily? We're in day three of this mean streets of Crete, by a rock, by the ocean in Mediterranean. Right, here we go, let's read the reviews. And the point of me reading this is that let's have some reviews, people. We have a brand new review in. Five. Stars out of five. From Johnny. Bevelstead, flagrant discussion, along with plain yet texturized humor, means this podcast packs a crunch for listeners. Five. Stars. I like how you referenced the episode. Yeah, right, and then we have Love ABWS. I think I know who this is from, and I'm very grateful. A bevel service is the closest you'll get to going to a pub for a few pints with a hilarious friend on a podcast. There's a good variety of themes and music, and the pace is spot on. Thanks, Dev. Look forward to your next adventure and further observations on the modern age. I mean, that is what this is, isn't it? And then a year ago, we had one from America, I think. A definite subscribe. Been listening to this show from the early days, and it's really starting to get going now. Maybe until this episode. Yeah. The music choices are always great and completely varied for different tastes and the segments and interviews are really funny. Steph is a natural host and you can tell how his podcasting skills have really developed since the first episode. My favourite episode so far probably the New York one and the recent interview with Tucker at Nando's. Sponsors are also a nice touch. Keep them coming, Steph. So all you have to do on your app is give us a rating of your choice. Give me a one if you want or a zero. Tell me what you think Johnny has just this Saturday. So anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. There are our reviews. Anything else to say at this point, Emily? It's time to lie down. No. Okay, now we're going to play a song, as we mentioned earlier, by Adam Masterson. I've known him for 15 years. He's like my cousin. Met him, you know, similar New York slash London musician. And he's got a new album coming out uh, this month, I believe. uh, Featuring lots of people that... People like Jeremy Stacey and Paul Stacey. Jeremy Stacey was the drummer in... uh, Ryan Adams touring band and Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds here is his latest single it's called Runaways good video as well in a boxing ring of this check it out Adam Marston Runaway see you in a bit well, once I was world champion and I held that belt high above me I never knew life could taste so sweet So many women and men there to love me Well, I got high, I didn't have to try It just all kept coming on my way I wore them out, baby, every bout To a knockout punch in the count My triumph met the sky It's every time I'm lost and I cross that line I just wanna run away It's memories from my past that I left behind I guess they're always here to stay I went beyond, I got way too far The bitchin' that's somewhere inside me Cause when I drink, well the world goes blink I'm in darkness with no one to guide me Hung up my gloves and I looked up 
above I put my trust in love and in Jesus Yeah, I was good, I kept a check on my pain I swore I'd never again Then I met you and something changed It's every time I'm lost and I cross that line I just wanna run away I'm just getting high with a friend of mine But no one's ever here to stay I'm knocking once more at the devil's door But I've never had to knock this hard before Welcome to Greece, welcome to Irida restaurant. Irida was one of the many goddesses in Olympos. She was a messenger, like Herpes, sorry, Hermes. Hermes, carrying her messenger's stick. Her sandals had golden wings, as well as her shoulders. She was a daughter of Oceanus, and she would fly over the mountains, bringing the messages of the superior god to the people and the other way round. Irida, or Iris, represents the rainbow, which is a connection between the earth and the sky. Thank you. See, I could be a voice actor. Have we had enough of a Greek experience, Emily? What should we be doing? Uh, we probably haven't, no. Double bread, what is double bread? But are we really traipsing through, you know, the mountains and living off the land? We what, we're relaxing. Experience. We haven't, first of all, we're not staying in a chain resort somewhere where you could just be in any city in any country, right? We are amongst the Greek holidayers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, we're eating. We're not, like, out here looking for a full English and, you know... No. Trying to Lager. get... Thi- yeah, exactly. I've so drunk no beer since being here, actually. We're having local green. We're having the mountain greens and the mussels and yeah. the fresh fish. And I had the Dorado, didn't I? You had the, the veal. And we are getting sun, which is... What would the purpose of this was to get off the grind... Stop living next to a train track for a few days. Stop sneezing and getting allergies and having pine yeah. in our eyes and noses. Stop having people um, trying to destroy us walking through us. Stop doing. Stop selling. Stop looking at bank balances. Stop being on the phone to credit card um, 
purveyors for an hour whilst you're on a train trying to eat as well just stop time yeah while. that's what you need to do don't have to be constantly rushing everywhere and trying to achieve sometimes you need a couple of days where you don't achieve anything we still come up with some new ideas for our lives we've recharged i'm quite happy with our ideas shall i tell it now like a couple of things chalk farm country yeah. coming soon in august and also talk farm folk live podcasting on a stage we've come up with that and other lucrative future ideas that only me and emily could come up with i've read this book as well called uh what's it called the uh, subtle art of not giving a subtle fuck. art of not giving a fuck which i i give mixed reviews it said a lot of things i already know but the challenge is never over the chase is never over there are certain learnings there what is did it I- fair to say you read the book I read the 30 minute version uh, the basic learnings were kind of don't rely on emotions for decision making because they're merely things that help us procreate and they're you know they're feelings we have in line with that so decisions based and I've learned that myself <laughs> but emotions are a good thing sometimes hope we're making you feel some emotions for this podcast I can't remember all of them right now I didn't mean to get into it but as a book review I'd give it 5 out of 10 I know I didn't read the whole book but that's the way the modern world's going you know tapas skimming versions tapas information yeah and it'll it'll more likely get more read or or listened to as a podcast in half an hour than a 500 page book especially when it's just the guy's opinion and he's trying to talk about how don't become full of yourself and your opinions and feel like you're extraordinary because really you're very ordinary no matter who you are nobody's exceptional at everything and very few people are exceptional at you know one or two things and also that the media has taught us to feel like like unless you're exception exceptional you're a failure which is in no way true is it well it was it was asking you to consider the possibility of what if you're wrong right in certain circumstances which could be helpful yeah and be humble like and if you start to think you're that good you start to feel entitled he was really on the bandwagon about entitlement maybe feeling a certain way about younger people or whatever but i'm not sure yeah anyway to be continued so that's a review of the book how the subtle art of not giving a fuck i just don't give a fuck but you shouldn't need to read it's one of those books where i think the main message is on the cover stop giving a fuck about everything yeah, you, might you know i got a book maybe 10 years ago that said stop worrying about everything or something and my dad said yeah just just read the cover <laughs> easy said than done though for people struggling out there you have to break it down and rewire your mind the ways of thinking look at different perspectives yeah Emily seemingly doesn't have to, though, for some reason. As has been a big theme of the 80s here with um, songs by Madonna, George Michael, and we were born in the 80s. Let's do some 80s chat. What's your favourite song of the 80s? No, that's really hard. For me, it's Come On Eileen. The last episode, obviously, was closing with Dexies. I didn't announce it on that episode. If you didn't know what that was, that was Dexies Midnight Runners with This Is What She's Like. I'm on the Undiscovered Gems. You 12 love. minutes. I think we're alone now, though. I think we're alone now. It doesn't seem to be-
No, but that's like a memory for me and my sister and stuff. But like, I do cover that because I just know how to play and it's a party gimmick. See, I feel like the songs that I would say right now would be nostalgia picks as well because they used to have an 80s mix, a mixtape that all my friends shared. That had Here comes my peach margarita. Wow. Mango. Look at that. Cheers. Thanks, Thank Emma. Here's another. That's pretty. That's a lot of sugar. It's my sugar for the month. So, yeah, carry on, yeah. Um, that it had like eight six seven five three oh nine and Africa and stuff on it. Eight five six seven eight nine. Is that what that song is? No. Oh, how did <laughs> what your is one that? Go? You know, eight six seven five three oh nine. Jenny, Jenny, who can I turn to? No. Yep, no. Or that. maybe, what about the Jackson Brown one? From, oh. yeah. Come on, that is so good. That makes you, that can, I mean, I'm gonna have that's to gotta that. make you happy. Can we play to, that? I'm gonna have to play that. See, I introduced you to Fast Times at Ridgemont High. You because it was heard never on in England. It was never on. I never knew what it was. I saw it when I did that gig in Canada in Powell River. Yeah, it was just on the TV, and I was like, "How can Judge Reinhold and Sean Penn and all these people from the '80s I never saw in any other film? You know, Phoebe Cates and all that. They're all uh, in so this you film." Saw it before you saw it. So I saw it at the age of like whatever I was, 27 or something. I was quite surprised. And I'd never seen or heard anything about it, Fast Times at Richmond High, but I think it's the best movie of the 80s in a way, like in the way it encapsulates the 80s. They're the students of Richmond High. <laughs> Brad Hamilton, the fast food king. I shall serve no fries. 
before their time. It says 100% guaranteed, you moron. Mister, if you don't shut up, I'm going to kick 100% of your ass. Linda Barrett, not exactly the girl next door. Awesome. Totally awesome. And Jeff surfs up Spicoli. People on moods should not drive. See Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I prefer it to Weird Science. I prefer it to The Lost Boys, Goonies, Gremlins. Fast Times at Ridgemont High is serious shit. If you can check it at home, it used to be on Netflix. It certainly was in the year 2015 or 16. But I don't think it's on there anymore. I was thinking about a poster of Fast Times for a while. It's you a big a film. You had a picture of Phoebe Cates in Fast Times on your desk. Like, you replaced a picture of me. Answering the phone. Check it out on YouTube. I did top five 80s movies on Mahoney Returns YouTube channel. I did it about ten years ago. I was ago. surprised that you'd never heard of it before because you are like an encyclopedia of 80s movies. Yeah. And um, to have that have not been in your canon whatsoever because it is such a... Oh, my God, that's so sweet. ...part of pop culture in America. Like... If you say the name Spicoli in America, it is, you know... Mm, that it, Sean Penn character. Yeah. But I went around, you know, on a pub crawl. You were there, actually. You were there. Yeah, top 5 80s movies. Yeah, in the beginning, man. Goonies came out top of what people said. They also said mm. Ghostbusters. Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop, yeah. There was a lot of Eddie Murphy. Die Hard was mentioned. Can we Back hear, to Future, Batman. Can we hear a couple of clips from um, top 5 80s movies? Yeah, let's hear a clip from it now, actually. We're going on about it, but here's a clip from it. Top five films of the 80s. Can this zoom? No. I can zoom, look. Uh, Goonies. Yeah. Because it is Monster Squad, because it's like the Goonies, but with monsters. What would you say if I said that I haven't seen Monster Squad? I'd say you got to see it. <laughs> um, and then I would say Lost Boys. Is that three? That's three. Yeah. Two more in 15 seconds. <laughs> Back to the Future and um, uh, uh, Back to Me. <laughs> what else in the 80s then? So my favourite song was Come On Eileen. My favourite film was probably still Back to the Future. One. One. Two is exciting because it's like, fuck, the future. The future. And Batman was a big thing at the time, but it's not... And I do, you know, I like action comedy, so me too, 48 Hours is in my top five films of all time. Mm -hmm. It's a bit more violent, though, and I wasn't into it at the time. I think I saw it at, like, the age of 12 or something. It's not a kid's movie. No. But then again, I think the movies... It was so different how movies were geared towards children and adults back then. Like, I don't think the movies that we watched as kids would be classed as, like movies appropriate for children nowadays right well Robocop is extremely violent but it's actually the future what the future has become so I feel like what we're living in now with Trump and King John Un and all this stuff and you know people being mean to each other and such a scale and such a divisiveness the Detroit in Robocop is kind of what we're living in 
you know, people said, you know, like what happened in Ferguson and stuff, people saying fire and looting and shit like that, and racial divide. Robocop, who is he? What is he? Where does he come from? He is OCP's newest soldier in their revolutionary crime management program. OCP spokesman claimed that the fearless machine has crooks on the run in old Detroit. And then Back to Future 2, Biff becomes whatever he gambles, doesn't he? He goes, he gets a sports almanac and he becomes Biffco, and that is Trump. Yeah. Trump actually is that character. It's really interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Biff Tannen Museum, dedicated to Hill Valley's number one citizen and America's greatest living folk hero, the one and only Biff Tannen. Of course, we've all heard the legend, but who is the man? Inside, you will learn how Biff Tannen became one of the richest and most powerful men in America. So, the nightmare of the 80s has somewhat come true. There's such a divide. We've got to find someone who's going to bring the people together. Do you think it's me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it is going to be you. Shut up and tell me your top five 80s movies, you are bastards. Are going to be the bridge that's going to bring... People that are Republicans and Democrats like The Goonies and Fast Times. They like Madonna and Michael Jackson and George Michael. Right, so Both your vibe is forget about politics. Let's just talk about music and film. Yeah? And that's how we'll all, you know, find common ground again. Yeah, well, the most popular thing in the world is music, and there must be a clue there. What are the things that bring us together? What are the things that tear us apart? It's money, war. I found it sound like hippie, liberal or whatever, but you just... You can't treat it like it's baseball, like it's the Yankees and the Red Sox or it's Arsenal and Tottenham. Because that's actually examples of tribal lunacy. And we can't do that when we're running our countries. But think, about why, that develops, think about why that develops in the first place. It's because people love to root for a team, right? People love to root for a team oh, and, to, and to share a hate for, for something else in like bonded by the togetherness of, of nothing that tribalness is contagious mm. so here at Ariba or whatever it's called Emily one more chance top 5 80s movie top 5 80s song first thing that comes to mind well, is it Dirty Dancing nah when Harry met Sally yeah man yes 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 oh 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 Oh, God. Oh. I'll have what she's having. Is that 90, though? Mm-mm. Okay, 89 or something? Yeah, that's a good one. Princess Bride, Clue. Check out Cat's Deli in New York City. That's where they she has the orgasm scene. And Princess Bride, yeah. And, uh, if you could listen to one. Got one song left from that decade. If you've got, you know, you're in the last half an hour of your life... Fucking hell, you probably have better things to do, but you probably would want to listen to songs, innit? Well, you know, the thing is, is that when it was actually in the 80s, my favourite song probably would have been something like Debbie Gibson or something. Yeah. But obviously now, my favourite 80s songs are completely different from what I actually listened to in the 80s. Because I was, you know... Was Debbie Gibson in the, in the musical, in the theatre version of Grease? Which um, I think I saw in the early 90s. Yeah, that sounds like that could I be accurate. I think that's what she did. 
that's how she... But then that's when she became Deborah Gibson and got a nose job. Oh yeah, she did that as well. Mm. Interesting, because so did, um, what's her name from Dirty Dancing? And she was unrecognisable oh, yeah, in the career. Oh yeah, she did, didn't she? Jennifer Grey. Yeah. I was going to do that, some sort of song, wasn't I, about Jennifer Grey after she got the nose job. The appeal was in the nose. She was strangely gorgeous, but you know, she was naturally made that way. Same with Jennifer Aniston. Oh, Jennifer Aniston was chubby and had her first nose. She was well fit. But she the thing the same is, sense. she wasn't actually chubby. If you look back at those first few episodes, of, she's Greek. Not even though like, she's Greek, isn't she? Aniston. She's just not like real thin. Yeah, she's a busty kind of, you know, funny, endearing greek descent woman she's a greek goddess you love jennifer no i don't really there's just something about her but when they start cutting their noses off that something is is ebbed away at so when how met sally in the song is is like oh it's gotta be you got i got my mind set on you that's that's a good yeah. song for you i got my mind set on you i got my mind set on you yeah that's true but that's a cover so you always say that's a cover so it just shouldn't count all right so thanks for listening see you in a bit Welcome back. So what's going on now? We're in the Rock Bar here in Zanya. Zanya is the fourth oldest city or town in Europe, Emily. Yeah. It's just not practical, though, that that guy was smoking in his fucking underpants. This French guy. Oh, God, so stop smoking. Gross butt, too. Did you huh? see his ass? He had such a gross butt. I can see is what he had for breakfast and everything. And it's like, the guy's trying to tell us about Zanya. And you're there smoking in your pants. Get away from me and Emily. We're trying to listen. And we were feeding the fish with a bit of bread. And uh, once you get a ferocious bite from one of the silver fish, though, it just falls apart. So you can never do it properly. I think I did it properly. The French woman didn't do it properly. Very well. Yeah, no, she, she kept moving her hand. And he kept trying to tell her to stop, but I don't think she really... She was actually scared of it. But like, uh, and she spoke no English. It's interesting to see people that I speak no English. I did. No. What part of France must they be from that they can't, that they don't speak any English? And then there was an EU flag on the Maybe boat. They just didn't want to. Maybe they didn't care. I mean, how ridiculous! What have we got ourselves into in the UK, where we're not part of Europe? There's a lot to be enjoyed about Europe, you fucking idiots. Wait, though, we are. It is European, isn't it? Like, yeah, I'm European. I don't give a shit. Like, there's an Irish-English bar every single city we go to around the world, isn't there? I mean... Full of alcoholics, yeah. Hi there. Hello. The bad girls really go to Kenya. Yeah? Murphy's for you? Yes, beer for me. <laughs> well, that's a big... That's what I thought. And the jug for Emily, yeah. Cheers. Thank Cheers you. to you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that Mike Myers scene right now. I ordered the big glass. Excuse me, that's oh, is that two-pointer? Excuse me, miss. There seems to be a mistake. I believe I ordered the large cappuccino. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> How much was it? 15 quid? I can't even lift it with one hand. <laughs> and it's goodbye from Greece. See you at the next episode. Episode 22 over and out. It's been a joyful ride. Got some sun on our face. Yeah. Ate some Slovaki. So, so, Slovak, Slovaki. 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 Yep. And now we're here in the rock bar at the end of the boat. We've just come off. My ear, I can't hear a thing. My ears are completely closed. Yeah, Emily jumped off the ship. She was scared to do it, but I she did it. But I did it. Saving up. 
That's what we need to do now that we've just spent all of our money on this yeah. fucking holiday. Yeah, yeah. And this dinner. We met him. He sings very in... charismatic and, like... He, he sings in the uh, Arthur's Tavern every Sunday and he was singing Harry Hippie, Baba Womack and all that. He was singing good songs and then... He was singing this, and one. then he was singing this, and we were like, "That is but a I tune." Like, and you remember, I was at the bar, and I was going, "Guess who wrote this?" And you like, and I went, "Bruce Springsteen." You knew, yeah. And you said it to him when he came around to us, and then he started chatting about it with you. Yeah. He was making a show out of it, wasn't it? I mean, he was. T- I think he was taking the tip box around while he was saying it. Yeah, they were good. Arthur's Tavern's a good place. Yeah, he was snapping and smiling and laughing. Right, I'll find a clip of it live from Arthur's Tavern, and here is Saving Up by Clarence Clements, apparently, to finish the Greek episode. And it's true, we do have to start saving up, or, you know, we are in overdraft. For the things that money can't buy is the message, yeah. though, you know? Yeah. Soul points. Saving up, yeah. Right. Bye-bye. What's buying Greek? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Need a strong man, baby To love and understand A man who ain't afraid Should give it up Turn on his hands JT Bowen. Shulo Gaywood on the bass. Bill McClellan on the drums. My name is Stu Cutler. Remember, we're coming right back. Again, thank you for your uh, tips if you didn't hit us. Jason Cray, 